Are you ready to open your private practice this summer and make the leap into entrepreneurship? Introducing Make the Leap, our new offering by the Successful Nurse Coaches. Make the Leap is a four-month group coaching program that is designed to help you create your first paid client. Join our experienced lead coaches, Sean and Amy, as they guide you through the Successful Nurse Coach Method, helping you create your first paid client in 30 days or less. Not only will you get access to our course that teaches you all the things on how to create clients in a non-icky way, will also be personalized mentorship, weekly group calls, and actionable steps to launch your business from just beginning into the Paid Coach Club. Since we are not running new mentorship groups this summer, we didn't want to leave those of you who are ready to begin hanging out in space waiting for the next group to start. This group is a great way for new coaches who have yet to begin their coaching practice or for coaches who have five paid clients or less. This is the most affordable way to work with our team. So be sure to check out the link in the bio. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Okay, welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. Today, we did something interesting. We actually changed our topic literally right before this call, right before this recording. And we decided to do a podcast about how to show up for work when life sucks. And the reason why we chose this topic is because Shelby and I are low energy today for many reasons. We could go into the reasons, we could overanalyze it, but... In reality, we're not the most rested, we're not the most creative, we're not the highest of all highs. And instead of faking it, we thought we would just bring it to your real. And we're going to make this up on the fly as we go and tell you what it's actually like to run a business when you don't really freaking feel like it. <laughs> yeah, this is a part of it. God, this is just a... This is, I can't even talk right now, Laura. This is just so much a part <laughs> of um, what it means to be self-employed because we are human. It is unrealistic to yeah. hold ourselves to this standard that we have to be on and 100% when, all of the time in order to create success. And luckily in the past, you and I have like whenever you're having a high, I'll be in a low or vice versa. Like we've balanced each other out. Um, but I think recently, just with how hard we've been hustling in preparation for a really big like personal year with you moving, with me moving, we've been just trying to do and catch up on a lot of work and it's catching up to us. Yeah. Oh. And, and there's this funny thing that you can do, right? Like you can be tired and still rock your coaching call. You can still be tired and record a podcast. You can lean into the discomfort and leverage it for yourself. And as we're both sitting here, I'm thinking 
But after I we're done recording this, I'm going to look at my schedule and find out where I can create empty space because not everything is an emergency. Not everything has to be done this week. That's the beauty of being self-employed is that if I worked for someone else, I'd be at the mercy of whatever I was supposed to do that week for that business. But this week, maybe there's things I can shave off for some open space. Um, what do you think, Shelby? Uh, I think about every time that you and I have tried to create open space and we can honor it for a little while, you know, like we're like, I'm going to take this Friday off. And that's about as much as we can stand. Right. Cause we love what we do so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take like a week. Right. It just takes a day. Right. Yes. So I think that especially in the beginning for me, and, and this is a pattern of thinking that does not serve me well most of the time, but this, mentality of I have to be all in or I'm all out. It's like just not actually true that that we can we can hit the reset button. We can take a three day weekend. We can we can take a, a break for a few days and then feel really energized and really creative and really ready to get back on the horse. Um, but if we just kept going, I just really think that this negative thought loop would just like swirl and get bigger and get worse. And then you're likely yeah. to tap out for a more extended period of time. Um, so I was even telling Laura before we got on this call, I was like, I've wanted to quit our job like seven times since Friday and it's Monday y'all. It like hasn't even, <laughs> it hasn't even been, uh, that long. Um, but there are these moments and this is just a really insanely vulnerable look into probably the first time ever when Laura and I have both just not been feeling it. Um, I fully expect that we're going to snap out of it by next week. Like that's, I think we're going to be fine, but I hope that when you, when you hit up against your edge or your wall, or you feel out of balance that you remember this moment and like, it's just normal. Just go, go, go take a rest. Yeah. And in the earlier days, your our brain wants to make it mean something. Oh, I know why I'm so tired and I'm uninspired. It's because I have the wrong niche. <laughs> I know why I'm tired and I'm uninspired. It's because I my website is not perfect. And um, so your brain will try to find reasons. And sometimes it's just because you're tired. And for a lot of you who are working and simultaneously building your practice at the same time, this is a, a line we're going to have to dance on because we can do anything for a short period of time. And there is a period of time where you, you're going to hustle. You're going to use your free time to work on your business because it's all that you have. There are times you're going to be out of balance and uh, taking a intentional day off with, without guilt and without making it mean something is also a necessary skill to plug in to keep moving forward. We, and we do this with our clients all the time. I remember, um, you know, Shelby, you're coaching my younger sister. And she said, Shelby told me I need to take the week off, right? And she was so excited because, like, you gave her permission to take a week off. And she's like, I took one day off. And then I was so inspired. I just started doing so much stuff in my business. So it didn't even take, like, a whole week. Her brain wanted a whole week. But she just needed a day. Yes. And I think it's it's so cute. It's so cute how we get actual real-time feedback on how – resting is sometimes the most important step in moving your practice forward. Right. Because, because we're in it for the long game. 
right? If you are here listening to this podcast, there's a really high chance that you want to be a coach in some capacity forever. And so it's not a sprint. We don't have to, we don't have to go hard all of the time. And actually resting is a great tool. And for anyone that you ever work with, I'm sure that they struggle with this as well. It's such an American culture thing to hustle yourself into the ground. Um, so the more you learn to rest, you will see it in other people. And you're like, man, if they would just like take a break or take a breather or go outside, <laughs> they would probably have a fresh perspective on what's actually going on. Um, but the most real, so even though today like sucks, today we're both not really feeling it. Today we both still showed up for a coaching call. We still crushed it. It was still good. Um, I'm even getting on the preceptorship later tonight. And I fully know that I'm still going to be a great coach on that call. I'm going to get off this podcast with you, Laura, and yeah. go step outside for a little bit and come back and and be present for that last hour of my day. But um, anyway, this all to be said, the, the time that this was actually the most real in my life is right after I had my daughter. And anyone who's a mom knows that postpartum fatigue, it's like a special form of torture it for it was so challenging and i would just remember waking up in the middle of the night to nurse my daughter and the thoughts were relentless of of you're never going to get back to coaching you're so tired you're probably not even a good coach who wants to be coached by you you're just a mom now all of these things that were so rude to me yeah. so rude but Eventually, I made the agreement with myself that like I cannot make life altering life altering decisions when I'm tired. So that means that I'm not going to quit my business during this really intense time. That I'm going to choose one thing every week that's going to keep me in the loop of my practice, making a Facebook post or showing up to a coaching call, listening to an inspirational podcast. Cough cough, that's us. Listen to us when you're feeling low. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the goals became really, really small when I was really, really tired. And again, a lot of us, a lot of nurse coaches we talk to have these really wonderfully huge visions. They have, they want to host retreats. They want a wellness center. They want to partner with other practitioners. They want to run their business completely solo. Like they have really wildly beautiful visions and so it, it can feel so big when you're so tired to wonder how you're going to pull that off feeling like you feel now which is why it's so important yeah. to just take a break take a rest and it's likely going to be shorter than you think it's probably going to be three or four days you're going to feel a lot better about it you're going to get recharged and then you can get back on the saddle and you say something shelby that one of your my favorite phrases is you say like that's future Laura's problem or future Shelby's problem. Like giving the brain permission also to postpone the problem solving because just like you illustrated with being so tired and up with your daughter, and this happens to me too, anytime you're really depleted, all, it can be a habit for us to perseverate over all the thoughts about why this is how it's always going to be. It's never going to get better. We suck. Life sucks. Our bedroom comforter is the wrong color. Our socks are not comfortable. Like it's just right. It's like the wrong time to enjoy or take take for any seriousness, any of those thoughts and just knowing that it's going to be temporary. I think another 
thing we could add on to this topic too is that there are different things in our business that take different types of energy. So we can also honor low energy by doing something that maybe doesn't require creativity, that doesn't maybe require us to be more extroverted. Like we could also pick small things that feel good to get done um, because we're low energy. It, so we can, we can rest, but we could also just choose to get a few things done that need to be done that don't take a whole lot of energy or creativity or brain power. Right. So that being said, Laura, let's make that real for them. What are, what are some low energy things that you like to check off the list? Um, that's still like, aren't fluffy, right? They're not, <laughs> they're not overhauling your website at midnight because you need to change it. You know, like what's, what's, yeah. what's a more low hanging fruit? Oh gosh. I could just, this is actually, <laughs> I think I'm really good at this actually. So I'm so <laughs> glad that you asked because I'm like thinking, okay, even the way I feel today, and if you were my coach and you were like, you know, with our business, the way that it is, you were like, okay, Laura, you're low energy. Like what's your low hanging fruit? What are you going to do? And the first thought that comes to my mind is to take out my calendar to look at from now until a month forward and schedule in time off. Mm -hmm. Like that's the first thing. Like, so the structure, the structure of the pace, because something has happened where I allowed myself to get a little too burnt out. And so in my mind, I'm like, my business will benefit if I change my pace this next month. And that makes me feel really, really good about it because I, I, I'm trying to keep this from happening again, this state, right? I'm going to pace myself in a more sustainable pace. So looking at the calendar, scheduling in time, being more intentional with time and business. Um, this is the perfect time to good old-fashioned organize your desk. Like yeah. Anything, <laughs> like I have yellow sticky notes all, everywhere. Like there's a there's a way I can make my my office feel less sucking me of energy right now. That is something yeah. that you could do. That's something we should do. <laughs> yeah, I feel that as I'm looking around. So, hey mom, I know you listen to this podcast and you've been so wonderful to me, letting me use your office for the past few years. Uh, that's literally directly attached to your master bedroom, but. I share my office with a baby grand piano, y'all. It's me in a corner <laughs> and a baby grand piano in the background. So I'm looking around like, oh my gosh, baby grand piano. You just put stuff on it. There's so much stuff I need to address over there. <laughs> and it feels, it feels productive. It feels, it feels good to clear that out, to clear the energy. And it'll probably take me 20 minutes and that's done. And then I can, I can be done. I can check yeah. the box. Ooh, and um, I don't know. I think you could do this too, Shelby. But I always tell my clients, like every two to three months, reorganize your office or like redecorate it. Do something like visually stimulating so it's a little new. And that always gives me like 10% more energy when I walk <laughs> into my office in the morning. So like every quarter it gets tired. I'm like, I don't even like the way this is. And this isn't, I don't even like this color anymore. And I will just do, I'll put some new plants in it, just like some small stuff. And that will keep me going for another three months. So I think that, uh, we don't, we tell our clients do not spend your time reorganizing your office, but if you are having a really low energy day, go for it, girls, go for it, guys. Like, like anything that you can do to infuse a little bit more uh, inspiration into your space. 
Right. And if you are all listening to this being like, y'all, this is such boring and lame advice. But like what we're talking about here is setting the bar so low so you can win. So you can get a little bit of a dopamine hit in your brain to to just boost you yes. just a little bit. Um, but set the bar really low. Set it so <laughs> low that it's impossible to fail. And uh, yeah, Laura and I hustle a lot because we like to. It's it's kind of like our our energy dynamic to do really cool and amazing things. Um, and in the past oh, 30 days, we have hired some really amazing support staff for us to offload. So if you are a new nurse coach, yeah. you don't have the luxury just yet to, to offload things in your business. But when you're a year or 18 months down the line, you will. So it won't be just you forever. All those tasks and stuff that you don't like, someone else. You can totally hire somebody else to do that for you. Um, that's that's what I'm. That's what's keeping me going right now is knowing that our our list of uh, things that I am less than obsessed with are gonna find a new home to someone who's really good at them too. So knowing that our energy bandwidth is opening up soon is also really helpful. What about? uh running your business when your life straight up sucks like you you fought with your husband mm. you, you maybe you had a bill come in that you didn't know was going to come in and you're feeling super scared and and constricted with money like we we see our clients go through ups and downs in life a family members really sick there's all these things that happen um and yet we can't completely take off from our business, we can't completely walk away. Um, I mean, we can for certain amounts of times, but for those of us who are in in it for the long haul, we have to muster the the motivation and the mindset to keep moving forward. And um, I'll share what mine is, like my hack that works for me. And then Shelby, I would love to hear about what you've done and watching you go through your aneurysm. I mean, I think you could talk for hours on on how you mustered the ability to, to keep coaching and growing your business while facing that. But for me, coaching's the easy part. Like coaching is the part where um, it actually energizes me inside of the call because I'm not focused on me. It gives me a break from me and my bullshit and lets me focus on another human, which then makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Like I, it, it, coaching makes me feel good. If I look at my business that has, all my coaching calls as opportunities to feel better, to get relief from my own life. The work week looks different than like a mountain I can't climb. Totally. This is, I've heard you give this advice a lot in our coaching spaces of whenever people are spinning and making it about them and they're a little bit going into victim mode it's too hard. I can't do it. Nobody wants my help. Like just these relentless thought spins we get into. <laughs> you don't even entertain it. You're just like, cool. Yes. Go serve someone. Go donate $20. Go, <laughs> go like pay for the person behind you in Starbucks. Like go do something that feels good and giving feels good. It's that like volunteer mm -hmm. high. Um, so even if you go coach for free, I've totally done that before. Um, just made a post on Facebook to say the first three people, come on in. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, yeah, not make it about you. Um, 
yeah, that's really good advice. But um, yeah, when life really sucks, when I got diagnosed with my aneurysm, life really sucked. Like life was really shitty and it was really hard. Not because uh, my, like, had I not been told that I had an aneurysm, I would have not ever known. Like I wasn't symptomatic in that sort of way, but uh, mentally and emotionally, it was incredibly taxing. And then here I am uh, trying to pep talk people into stepping into their life's purpose. It was very ironic that it was so dark for me. And then I've been, or that I've chosen a role as a coach that sometimes doesn't make space for that. You know, like we, I think sometimes in the coachy world, we can only focus on the good and the shiny in the future, but we have to acknowledge like the darkness too. It's, it's both. And, mm. um, so during that time I started going to therapy, which is something I've literally wanted to do for probably 10 years. I finally got the balls <laughs> to do it. And, um, learned how to live with that amount of anxiety in my life uh so that meant but also on the same time right so i'm dealing with that like 24 7 that never stopped the the negative thought process was just didn't cease for like 12 months um but at the in, in the same vein as what you're mentioning earlier laura like i got to show up to coaching and like it was a break from how terrible things were, how insecure my life was. And looking back on it, like coaching totally, totally saved me during that time. Cause had I would have stopped or, or just decided that like I needed to like have an extended break of time to figure it out, to figure out when my surgery was gonna be, I probably would have stopped altogether. There would have been very little momentum in my life that was future oriented. Um, and one day at a time, team, it's really easy to worry about, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? Especially when the what ifs in your head are like, what if I die? Like, what if I die? Then what? Like, that's a big, big what if. Um, the answer is actually pretty simple, right? Laura would have taken my calls and probably reimbursed my contracts. <laughs> like that would have been, <laughs> that would have been <laughs> how that played out. But um, whenever the what ifs are really big, you just got to take it hour by hour, day by day. And eventually you will have the capacity to take it week by week and month by month. Um, but being service focused during that time was a total, total lifesaver. Yeah. And you, your business grew exponentially during that time mm -hmm. it wasn't just like you weren't just hanging on it was growing exponentially and you were making an impact in a lot of people's lives it, it was a trip to watch as an observer because there was just so many behind the scenes ups and downs and scans and results and dates and changes and it was just like purgatory it was like <laughs> yeah. you know you were just in the hallway waiting for a long long time and you you handled it incredibly well and i i think that your personal story uh and i don't want to be insensitive or not be empathetic to our clients stories but there are times where i'm like look shelby built a business with an aneurysm in her chest so like this is not that big of a deal like i do use your story <laughs> as an example of what's possible when we manage our thoughts um 
and manage our right. energy. And um, this leads me to like one other um, space that I wanted to take this. And this is more of a spiritual space. So life is happening to us. We have, you know, let's just say you're in a week and by all intents and purposes, your life sucks or you believe your life sucks that week. And I remember one of these moments really, really well early on. Um, it was very early in my practice. Financially, I was really stressed. Um, I might have just hired my coach. I don't know. Um, so I had debt, you know, on my company credit card, had a husband who's waiting for me to make money all the things. And um, my preschool that my kids went to hadn't cashed a check from six months earlier and they caught it. So it was like, I don't know, $1,200. And, and so I get that message, hey, Laura, you know, can you bring a check for 1200 It looks like June didn't go through or something. And I was just like, threw my hands up and started to cry. I'm like, are you, you kidding me? Like, what did, I, what did I do to deserve this? Like who loses a check and who doesn't even realize that the check didn't get cashed? Like I was beating myself up and um, I had a call in like 10 minutes and I'm like, well, to be continued, to be continued because I'm going to pause this and I'm going to go serve. And my client showed up with money worries. That's what she wanted to talk about. And I got to share what had just happened to me and how let's face this bullshit head on together. I feel like spirit will also give us clients when our life sucks and you're facing something, you will start getting clients that are facing the same thing because you learn and from your own container, you learn, um, you grow alongside your clients and there's also beauty in that. So watch when you start having themes in your own life, who you attract as clients. And from that standpoint, after I hung up from that call, I remember just kind of laughing, thinking that was an interesting way. You know, that was a really interesting way to, to uh, for spirit or for God or whatever your word is to come and make itself known that, hey, this is something you need to focus on. Slow down so that you don't not realize that checks aren't being cashed in your checking account. <laughs> uh, I remember when that happened. I remember and you do i do now i totally forgot that happened until you started telling that story uh that's so funny yeah i i totally remember when that happened and you're just like shelby they didn't catch it and i was like yeah i didn't have any idea that it was so big <laughs> for you like you you're just like kids month for a month of preschool yeah you're just angry and i could see that you're like a 1200 bill yeah <laughs> but i didn't know that it was like this huge thing for you um so funny it's so funny and it's i mean it's amazing to have this kind of perspective now right but mm -hmm. anyway i don't know where i was going with that train of thought i just i remember i remember when that happened um what else feels important to talk about here i think using the word the definition for work so we've been showing up for work when life sucks our entire lives because we have to because we work for someone else because we punch a time card because we have limited sick time because there's expectations because there's um, circumstances that will happen to you if you miss too much work so we've been if we've been an employee most of our life we know how to show up when life sucks and um, we have to continue doing that 
when we work for ourselves as well. But although in some ways it's harder because we don't have extrinsic or external things, guardrails keeping us working, um, we can also make allowances for ourselves. We can create PTO. We can look at our schedule and clear it if possible. Um, there's all sorts of ways to support ourselves better when life sucks as an entrepreneur than I think when as an employee. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And no one, no one on this planet better knows how to show up for work when life sucks than nurses and show up to work that also sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Yes, we absolutely do not want the work in your business to suck 100% of the time. I also think it's unrealistic to tell mm -hmm. you that it's all roses and rainbows um, just because we have preferences on what we like to do and what we don't like to do. But uh, yeah, there's no one there's no one that better understands that than the nurses. And um, yeah, whenever you don't have to make that dreaded call into like the nursing supervisor saying that you need like a mental health day and you just like pick up the phone and call yourself. <laughs> You're like, hey, we got to like take some time. Um, it It is, it's so much more, mm, I just feel so much more held in my business than I ever did, than I ever did working in the hospital. Like there's, oh. there's just so much less guilt oh, now. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to use like right now as an example for you and I, Shelby. Like mm -hmm. today we both got on this call and we're just like, you know what? Like the topic we were going to talk about, it's not the right day to talk about that topic because we're not feeling it. We're, we're feeling this way. Let's actually just talk about the way that we feel and the way we continue to show up. Now, if we were, if we had both called out today from our nursing job, then because we really needed a mental health day, the whole freaking day is ruined because you're worried about being in trouble when you get back to work. So like, even when you tried to take mental health days, they didn't really work because it, because there was guilt and then there was judgment and there's stuff that you had to deal with when you go back. And I just remember like needing a break, but it was like more painful to take a break than to just keep mm, going. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, I think that straight trajectory to burnout. Um, it's so much easier. I mean, even if the worst case scenario, you have client calls all day, you call in sick to your calls. Right. And most of your clients are going to be cool with it. Like that's the worst case scenario. And you're, you are modeling healthy behavior. Hey, I was not feeling well, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I needed to take the day off. Thank you so much for, for allowing me to do that. Um, that's also okay. So this, uh, even though it's more difficult to, um, make yourself work when you don't have anyone to call into, it is so much easier to take care of yourself inside of your own practice. 100%. And you know, what's funny is that your brain and my brain went to the same place. Um, <laughs> just differently in that moment. Cause I remember this one time I picked up a shift when I was working in the ER and when you're in the ER, you can do cool things like only pick up four hours of a shift. Like it's nice. So I was going in for the princess shift from 11 to three and I got there and it wasn't busy yet. And one of the charge nurses that I really loved, his name was Mario, Mario, for whatever reason you're listening, I miss you so much, but he was one of the greatest nurse or, er, um, <laughs> 
charge nurses I ever worked worked for. And he, I got there and he just looks at me and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm not okay. Like, this was when I was like bumping up real hard against the burnout line and compassion fatigue and secondary trauma syndrome. And he's like, do you need to go? And I was like, no, I, I think I can stay. And he's like, hey, listen, like, you're no good to me here if you're like this. You need to go. And he let me leave, which was very kind of him. I don't know if he actually had the, the authority to do that, but he let me leave. And I just <laughs> I just went and sat in my car for like an hour after he left in the hospital parking lot because I was just like so drained and I felt so bad. And I was waiting for the call to come back. And I was, you know, just like all of this mental drama that made that day worse. And like now I can just, I mean, it'll take me 10 minutes to clear my whole day if that's what it needed. Right. And I can always, I'm using air quotes, like make up for it or add on an extra session. I can give more value when I'm feeling better. Um, so yeah, these, and I feel, (laughs) I feel like I'm in, um, this is like a really extreme example to where you and I are both like really meh this is uncommon for for us so i would say about (laughs) this is very uncommon i would say that once a year laura and i each have a moment to we're just like god it's so hard and it is um (laughs) it it just is but uh i i know for a fact that we are gonna get back on the saddle probably by wednesday because we have we have every time before like I have the confidence to know that this is temporary. Mm-hmm. I have the trust that you're going to show up, that I'm going to show up, that we're going to do what we need to do, and it's going to be just fine. Dude, Shelby, we could be like one song away from like full on creative mode. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. Like, because we know it's so temporary, like, we could literally change state. Like, we also possess all the coachy tools to change state. That's not, that doesn't feel appropriate right now. Like, that's I not the, the direction I'd want to take this for us. But, also tomorrow morning be like oh my god laura i slept great i had this best dream and da da da, and we're gonna do this and i've already worked on this like that's happened so many times and i think because we're in a partnership we're watching it with each other which then makes us remember how temporary it is when we're in it mm-hmm. also so another plug to have a coach <laughs> another plug for all y'all to have a community because if you are on your own, your brain will tell you it's going to be like this forever. It will uh, not remind you that you can change state. It will not remind you that you can take time off. And that's the beauty of a holistic business coach, a holistic community to help you ride those waves when they come. They are coming. They are part of it to help you ride those waves without suffering as much as you as we have in the past. I'm so glad that you were just like, I don't feel like it's the right move for us to change state right now. Cause I'm like, Laura, damn it. I just want to feel it. I just want to be sad. I just want to be tired. Um, <laughs> but you, and, and I know that it gets to be temporary because I have a preceptorship call in like three hours. So I'm going to have to like put on some Enrique Iglesias <laughs> and do a little dance to, to feel better about it. Um, but even just talking about the potential change of state, <laughs> I can like feel it in my face. Like I can feel it start to dissolve. I can feel it start to shift even just with you mentioning that. Um, But yeah, I hope, I hope for everyone who's listening that this just didn't feel like a giant vent fest on me and Laura's behalf. I hope that it can shed a light to where I don't feel like a lot of people do. 
I hope it does. Dude, I hope it I hope it did. I hope it sounded exactly like I hope this was exactly what people needed to to hear. Like the the realness of this. Like let's make it real. Like we we didn't just bitch the entire time. But we didn't hide the fact that we're we're like a a 5 out of 10 today. We're just like I mean honestly, I could go put my pajamas on and call it a day straight up. And I too have a coaching call. So I will Listen to some music. Go for I, I've been listening to the Grey's Anatomy um, <laughs> soundtrack and like just loving, like remembering so many episodes. And that's what I'll probably go do is walk and listen to some Grey's Anatomy soundtrack. Come back and freaking rock. Rock our coaching calls. Yeah. Even though we're a meh. Even though. Even though we're a meh. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Y'all, I wish I had like a oorah way to end this episode, but I just simply don't. But I'm so appreciative of each of you for listening. And uh, if you are in the middle of a meh day or week or month, come hang out in our Facebook group. Out yourself. Let us support you and love on you and just normalize what you're going through. We would love to be the support that you need. Absolutely. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you next week.